Mic check one, two, and two. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. All right. Uh, we're all set up here then? Yep. Excellent. Excellent. I'm actually going to turn you down in my headset because you're very loud in my headset. So let me just turn this down. Say, hey, uh, do mic check real quick. Mic check one, two, and two. All right. That's better. Okay. All right. Welcome to the next episode, episode two, season one, episode two of the Clutch Ball podcast. This is, excuse me, I just, I just stretched. <laughs> I'm Garrett. This is Jay. This is the Clutch Ball podcast. Uh, thank you for making us a part of your Wednesday afternoon. What a week for football. Oh, my goodness. What a week, indeed. It was a wild one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, well, up in store for today, we have the weekly recap, like we do like usual. We have the tier list, which I edited a little bit. Didn't move anybody yet, but I did edit the tier list. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, And then we have uh, the next week's predictions. And I'm just about ready to get all started off here, Jay. Uh, I will say for the tier list, uh, I did um, put an F tier, but then I just edited it. So it's essentially the same thing. But I put S and A tier the same. Like S, A, that's the best, the best. B is your good. C is your mid. D is your below average and not horrible. And F is your lions. So, all right. We're all set up here. Uh, first game, we had Thursday night football. We had the Baltimore Ravens and the Miami Dolphins. Man, I should have known this week was going to be something just based off this game alone. Hmm. It was... Something else. The Ravens just look so stale, and the Dolphins did too. Don't get me wrong, but, man, that Dolphins defense just really went at Lamar. And that what they did was is that they really had no linebackers in the middle of the field. They sent everyone on, like, a full blitz or they were out in coverage. And so then the thing is that now that Lamar is hemmed in with two side rushers, two edge rushers, they would hem Lamar in and make Lamar beat them with his arm, because if he tried to escape left to right, he runs into a defender. And if he tries to go down, he has those all those big defensive linemen and whatever linebackers either spying him or, or, or blitzing, um, there's nowhere for him to run. They just force Lamar to beat him with, the, uh, beat him with the, uh, his arm, and that didn't happen. Uh, I'll do the Raven side here. Lamar was... 26 of 43, 238 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. He looked really not good. Like, he really didn't look good. Rushing, Lamar Jackson, nine carries for 39 yards, and Devontae Freeman, 10 for 35. Receiving, Rashad Bateman, six for 80. Mark Andrews, six for 63, and a touchdown. I needed that. I won in fantasy again this week. Marquise Brown, six for 37. Defense. No interceptions, but Patrick Queen, Josh Fines, Odaf, Owe, and Justin Houston came away with sacks. This was just – I think the Ravens just had a really poor game. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say the Ravens are bad or nothing because they're not a bad team. But this is one of those games where you can tell where where they kind of let their foot off the gas. They're like, it's the Dolphins. They're two and seven. They're horrible. We're just going to breeze on through. And the, the Dolphins didn't let them. The Dolphins really came at them early, rushed Lamar all game, uh, and, and made him miserable. Uh, forced him uh, to use his arm more than he likes. 
And, and the Dolphins pretty much said, if you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us with your arm. And uh, that didn't happen. Yeah, definitely. Now that we're going to get to the Dolphins stat line, uh, they had both QBs in for this game. But Jacoby yeah, Jacoby Brissett did end up getting hurt. So Jacoby, before getting hurt, went 11-23, and 156. No chance, no picks. And then after Jacoby, Tua came in and we were basically... Eight for thirteen, one hundred and fifty. Yeah. Like Dolphins were looking real stale. I mean, it was kinda doing something. But when Tua came in, I think Tua solidified his starter spot with that game. I agree. And I couldn't say any more than that. Or I couldn't say that he proved that he did in that final drive. But he mm-hmm. went eight for thirteen in the entire night, one hundred and fifty eight yards, no touchdowns, no picks. So Neither QB scored a touchdown, yet it was still a 22 to 10 game, and we'll get to that in a second. Uh, for rushing, Miles got 14, sorry, uh, 14 31 yards, and no one else really to talk about. Receiving, Albert Wilson, he went uh, four receptions for 11 yards. Yo, that, that play right before, uh, was it right before halftime or something, mm-hmm. or right after? Dude, it, it, crazy, crazy catch. Definitely. As if four receptions for 84 yards. Sorry, I just took a sip of my drink. Uh, Jalen Waddle, four receptions for 60. let really talk about since no one else went above 30 yards. Uh, in terms of defense, Bowman had an interception, and Javon Holland had a sack and a tackle for loss. Elandon Roberts had a sack and a tackle for loss. Emmanuel for loss. Adam Butler one sack and a tackle for loss. Zach Sailor or Siler, not entirely sure how to pronounce that name. One tackle for loss. Andrew Van Ginkle sack. And Jalen Phillips, half a sack. So three sacks and five tackles for a loss. Great day for defense for Miami. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, There's kind of awkward silence there. I wasn't sure if you were still going or what. I didn't want to cut you off. <laughs> nah, you're good, man. All right. Uh, that's pretty much that for that game. Just final thoughts. Uh, Ravens are going to bounce back. They're still a good team. Um, mm-hmm. But... They definitely were uh, sleeping at the wheel um, and crashed. So, good wins for the Dolphins. They almost gave up their lead in the AFC North, but we're going to talk about that in a little bit as well. Oh, pain. (laughs) All right. Next game, uh, we have the uh, Titans and Titans. Yeah, Titans and Titans. Uh, This game was actually a lot closer than we had anticipated. It Um, was only close because the score get. Uh, mm-hmm. Tennessee basically dominated this entire game. But Trevor Simeon, you know, to his credit, he 298, two touchdowns, no picks, got the job done. I was not they got his job done as in he did what he was asked. They lost the game, so the job wasn't done, but he did exactly what was asked of him, and he looked really good. 19 to 34, maybe a little sketchy on completions, but could be worse. Rushing Mark Ingram, uh, 14 carries for 47 yards and a tutty. Uh, is Kamara hurt right now? Is Alvin Kamara hurt? 
I believe he is hurt. I know that he was out this game. I don't remember why, though. It was either COVID or he has, like, some injury. Oh, gotcha. Deontay Harris, three receptions, 84 yards. Mark Ingram, four receptions for 61 yards. Traquan Smith, four for 44 and a touchdown. Mark Marquez Callaway, two yeah, for Mar- 30. Yeah, Marquez Callaway. Callaway, Jesus. And, and uh, a touchdown. Defense, Marcus Davenport. Two sacks and nothing really else. Um, Saints looked all right. I mean, it was one of those games where it was just like you knew they were going to lose. This The, the Titans, I, I'm going to sit here and say, at freezing cold takes, um, I was wrong. Absolutely. About the Titans, 4K, 8K, you know, snapshot me, you know, ultra HD. I said that the Titans weren't going to win more than three games, and they've already they're they're two and zero since I've said that, and they look really good. And so, uh, L. Garrett. <laughs> so yeah, speaking of the Titans, if you're done with the Saints stats, yeah, yep, cool. all set. Uh, Ryan Tannehill went 19 for 27. Good day for him in terms of quarterbacking. 213 yards, a touchdown, and no picks. In terms of rushing, Deontay Foreman, 11 rushes for 30 yards. And Adrian Peterson, 8 for 20, 21. So they didn't really do a lot of rushing this game. And I guess they didn't have to. Uh, <clears throat> receiving, Mark, 5 receptions, 100 yards. Deontay Foreman, 2 receptions, 48 yards. Not really much else to talk about. Um, yeah. Tannehill basically the wealth throughout receiving. But no one really went over 50 yards, so it was a really weird day. But I'm assuming I didn't get to see the rest of the game. So I'm just going to assume that the defense kind of carried them. Uh, in turn, defense, no picks. Harold Landry had a sack and a tackle for loss. Jeffrey Simmons, two sacks and two tackles for loss. Uh, Naquan Jones, one sack, one tackle for loss. Weird day. I guess they really just dominated them on all to the field. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't anywhere near as the score says uh, 23 to 15 i think it was but was uh it, it it wasn't as close as the score indicates but it it was closer than we had anticipated hmm. i was expecting like a 34 10 34 17 yeah something like that but yeah All right. for well, the titans yeah the titans way better than i thought so that's I'm a man of my. I'm a man that can admit when I was wrong, and I was absolutely wrong. About good the loss for the Saints, and at least I mean, like, yeah, they <laughs> lost the game, but they still played competitive. They looked good, they, though. Uh, I hate to say that about a division foe, mm-hmm. but I mean, hey, the more losses for them, the better chance we sorry chances we have Carolina Panthers at getting that six or seven seed. Oh yeah. Oh, is, is that is that is that uh, is that all we got for that game? Yeah. Next game we've got yep, is got. Bills versus Jets. I'll do the Jets part, but oh my. Okay, the Mike White train. I'm done. I'm off. I'm boarding off. I'm taking my shit, pulling it off from underneath the seat, and I'm getting off the train. The Mike White hype Jets train. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> I'm done, man. I was really feeling it last week. I was like, you know what? Bills look like trash. I'm going to take the Jets. Mike White, baby, and he threw four picks. First one in the opening drive. Uh, four picks. Uh, he looked absolutely miserable. Uh, it, it 
I'm, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with the Jets, man. I'm, I, I, I will say, um, big spoiler, I am taking I, – I am going to pick them for this week, but oh, I guess not really a spoiler, but I'm kind of jumping the gun. I'm not – whatever. I am picking them this week literally just because the Dolphins I don't think are much better either. So it's kind of a 50-50 toss-up. But, yeah, no, I'm done with taking the Jets versus good opponents because I, I was I was on that Mike White hype train, you know, Mike White season, baby. And uh, it didn't went, work went, out for him. Went, went. So, yeah, L for me. Another L for me. I'm racking up L's and we're not even done. You going to talk to the stats or you want me to go first with the Bills? Uh, you go with the Bills first. All right. The, so Josh nice. Allen, <clears throat> Josh Allen went 21 to 366 mm. yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Now, I don't know if this was a pick six or not. I didn't get to watch this game, but I do know that he did throw an interception. So bad day mm. for him. I mean, good day because, you know, he only missed seven or sorry, three throws. But anyways, uh, in terms of rushing. Real quick, yep. let me cut you off real quick. Josh Allen, uh, the only W I did have this week was in fantasy. Uh, I had Carson Wentz and Josh Allen, and I had Carson Wentz starting. And then very, like, minutes before game time, I switched it for Josh Allen. And hell yeah, that's my only W I got this week was was making that move. Uh, thank you, Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. It's a weird, weird week in the NFL. Uh, in terms yeah. of rushing, Devin Singletary, seven rushes for 43 and a touchdown. Matt Breida, three rushes for 28 and a touchdown. Zach Moss, seven rushes for 27 and a touchdown. Isaiah McKenzie, two for 17 and a touchdown. And no one else to really talk about. Uh, Stephon Diggs had a monster day, eight receptions, 162 yards and a tutty. Gabriel it's the Davis. AEW cleats, man. Has to be, man. <laughs> Gabriel Davis, three receptions for a buck of five. And I guess I can talk about Matt Breida. I mean, I already did. It was a receiving touchdown. Did he have a rushing and a receiving touchdown? Or? Uh, Josh Allen? I don't recall. I, I no, think he did Matt have Brita. a rushing. Matt Breida. Oh, I'm slow. Uh, let me see. He had a rushing and receiving. Yeah, he did. He had both. Good for him. So yeah, that's all I'm really going to talk about in terms of receiving. No one else cracked 50 or scored for that matter. Uh, in terms of fumbles, Matt Breda did lose a fumble. Uh, Devin Singletary also did end up losing a fumble, but we're not really going to talk about that. In terms of interceptions or defense in general, Jordan Parker, Tredavious White had an interception, Teron Johnson had an interception, and Levi Wallace had an interception, all of which, uh, but you know, Great day for defense against Mike White. Um, defense, AJ Klein had two tackles for loss. Matt Milano had a tackle for loss. Greg So had a tackle for loss. F.A. Obotic, God, I miss him. I don't know why we let him go. Uh, one sack and a tackle for loss. One tackle for loss. And that's about it. Surprising that the Bills defense only one sack against that O-line. But, I mean, hey, it is what it is, and that's all I really got. Yeah, uh, Bills just did Bills things. 
All right, next we have uh, for the Jets side, Mike White. Uh, he was in at first. He was 24, 44, 251 yards, four picks, no tutties. And at the very end, they brought in Joe Flacco wearing number 19. Ew. Yeah, he was three for three, 47 yards and touchdown. Joe Flacco is actually starting this week. They say Zach Wilson's still not 100%, so now it's Flacco season. I'm not on that train. Uh Michael Carter, 16 for 39 and a touchdown. Yo, I was looking really bad. Um, I keep bringing up fantasy, but I, it's very important uh, these points I make because Michael Carter, uh, he was he only had like two or three fantasy points, and I'm like, oh, dang it. But then he got a garbage-time touchdown, and it saved me. So that's good there. Tevin Coleman, didn't know he was on the Jets, four for 29. Uh, receiving, Corey Davis, five for 93. Elijah Moore, 344 and a touchdown. Michael Carter, 443. Ty Johnson, 536. Uh, defense, uh, Gerard Wilson with a sack. Sherrod Niesman with a pick. Uh, Quinn Williams with half a sack. And, and that's about it. Uh, I don't know what I expected from the Jets. For some reason, I expected more, but um, – just like what Cam Newton said at that Bills practice a couple years ago, me taking the Jets every week. Is you dumb? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Not the smartest move taking the Jets every week, but is what it is. All right. You got anything else to add, Jay? Nah, I mean, it is what it is. The next thing we got is uh, Lions and Steelers. And... Wow. How did the Lions not win this game, dude? They had three possessions and and they had three. They had three possessions in overtime and, and nothing. Um, they they had a really close. It, it just just nothing was going on for them, and so, uh, really really poor. Um, really really poor for them because they really had a good chance to win. And they blew it. Steelers had a Steelers almost were about to win the game. It was like 16 seconds. They were in field goal range, and Fryermuth fumbled it and cost them the game. Um, of course, uh, the Steelers are the one team to not beat the Lions so far. Well, they also had no Big Ben, but it is what it is. I got the Lions here. Jared Goff, 14 for 25, 114 yards, no picks, no tutties. What is up with Jared Goff? I understand he's not in a good system at all, but, like, good Lord, man. He's just bad. He's just so bad. He, bad horrible. Like, last year it was like he wasn't very good, but he wasn't hor- – this year he's just – oh, my goodness, so terrible. DeAndre Swift, one of the bright spots, 33 carries for 130 yards. Godwin Igwebuike, Igwebuike, I apologize, 2 for 56 and a touchdown. Jamar Jefferson had three carries of 41 yards and a touchdown. Receiving Amonra St. Brown, four receptions for 61 yards. Khalif Raymond, four for 29. No receiving touchdowns. On defense, I'm going to keep it a buck. Not a lot of defense besides the Julian Okwara interception. Uh, And and that's about it. Um, Lions are going to lion, I guess, is what you can say. They had three possessions, including the beginning one, I believe. Uh, in overtime, and they just couldn't do anything. They just needed a field goal, and they got so close, and they got backed up by a holding, and then it was 
it was bad. It was really rough. Uh, Lions should have won that game. But, hey, props to that Lions defender for punching the ball out on Fryermuth, though, because they had a pretty chip-in field goal, and he forced a fumble to at least force a tie. You know, you'd rather uh, uh, take a tie than a loss. So, hey, the Lions didn't lose this week, so yay. <laughs> Good for um, In terms of Steelers' stats, Rudolph throwing 30 of 50. We all know about throwing more than 30 times mm. when you're Just rushing me. when you're rushing isn't doing much aside from Najee Harris I understand why so I'll get to them in a second uh, Mason Rudolph on those 30 completions 242 yards one touchdown and one pick now I can get to the rush Najee Harris rushed 26 times five yards and no one else to really talk about in terms of receiving Johnson had seven receptions for 83 yards. Ray Ray McLeod had nine receptions for 63 yards. I do believe he also fumbled. I uh, can't remember. And no one else really worth mentioning. Uh, I can mention Friar Muth. He did also have a fumble. Uh, receptions for 31 yards. Yeah, that's about it. Um, in terms of fumbles, Deontay Johnson had the fumble this week. Mm, and... Yeah, dude. It was rough. I believe of uh, the fumble for Deontay, I believe both of them, either both were in overtime or one was right before overtime. Mm-hmm. Either way, it was both had field goal in field goal range and they coughed it up. That's just undisciplined football. Rough day. In terms of oh, defense, yeah. uh, Joe Sherbert, one tackle for a loss. Alex Highsmith, two tackles for a loss. Terrell back in a tackle for a loss. Cameron Hayward, two sacks and a tackle for loss. TJ injured, one sack and two tackles for loss. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, well, uh, over, quick view, uh, quick review, I guess, uh, over a quick s- summary, I guess, wrap up. Uh, both these teams looked horrible. Mm-hmm. Let's not sit here and lie to ourselves. The only two good parts of this game were the running backs, uh, DeAndre Swift and uh, Najee Harris. Uh, there's only two things that looked good. Um, just not a good game. All right, next up we have the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Indianapolis Colts. Carson Wentz, my boy. Uh, thank goodness I switched you out because you didn't do anything this game. But I got I'll do the Jaguars part. Uh, this game was kind of uneventful. It wasn't horrible, but it was kind of like. Colts almost blew it at the end, but it is what it is. Trevor Lawrence, 16 of 35, 162 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Jamal Lagnew, three carries for 79 yards and a touchdown. James Robinson, 12 57 and a touchdown. Was that rookie, the ETN? Is he hurt too? Travis, it's. Dang. Dan Arnold, five for 67. Jay knows who Dan Arnold is. Marvin Jones, two for 35. James Robinson, 4 for 27. Nothing else really worth mentioning. Defense, Davon Hamilton has a sack, and that's about it. The, the Jags are just bad. They're not – the Jags are bad. They're they're F-tier um, now that we have an F-tier, which is just last week's equivalency to a D-tier. They're just bad. There's nothing good. Quarterback plays and throw 35. He's just – he's playing not great right now. 
Doesn't have a whole lot of weapons. His number one weapon right now is Dan Arnold. You know, Marvin Jones ain't bad. Uh, Laquan Treadwell isn't horrible. LaVisca Chanel isn't horrible. But, like, Carlos Hyde and, and Dan Arnold, those guys are not really that good. So it, he doesn't have a lot to work with. Offensive line isn't that good. Um, but, I mean, that's the fruits, I guess, of being the number one pick. You get to go to the worst team in the league. So, yeah, that is what it is. And then in terms of – sorry, I had to get to the stats. In terms of the Jaguars – You're all good, man. I keep having family members come in and out of the room and dropping off stuff, and I'm just like, shut up, be quiet. <laughs> so don't you're worry good. about it. So if you ever hear me just kind of go quiet for a second or I, I can't concentrate or I'm talking and I just stop or it's because there's stuff going on in the room and I'm trying to get them out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you just went over the Jaguars' stats, yep, so I'll go over the Colts. In terms of the Colts, Carson Wentz, two for, uh, sorry, 22 for 34. If he only completed two passes, that would have been terrible. Uh, 180 oh, yards. And then in terms of rushing, Jonathan Taylor had another great day. 21 rushes, 160. You love to see it. Um, in terms of receiving, Michael Pittman, 5 for 71. And no one else really worth talking about. Wow. Defense, Andrews and Day, one tackle for loss. Oh, Pendejo Sendejo. I hate Andrew Sendejo so much. He was so horrible for the Browns last year. It's pretty bad. Um, Where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, Taylor Stallworth, one sack and a tackle for loss. Uh, Queedy Pay. One sack and a tackle for loss. DeForest Buckner, half a sack. That doesn't sound like DeForest Buckner. Okay. Uh, Deo Odeyingbo. Odeyingbo, however you say his last name. Sorry. Uh, a little wrecked right now. So there really wasn't much defense to go off of. Pretty quiet day for the Colts. And, yeah, I don't really think I have much to talk about. So, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, man, um, it's not very eventful for football for either of these teams. Neither of them played very great. Sorry about that. I believe the next game that we have... <laughs> Is Buccaneers in Washington? Mic check one two one two. You're still good. Okay, uh, I had to mute myself for a second there. Um, yeah, Bucks Washington. You can do the Bucks. Uh, Tom Brady, to Taylor Heine Taylor Heineke looked fantastic this game. Mm -hmm. All right, so I'll go first with the Bucks then. Uh, twenty three of thirty four, two hundred twenty two yards, two touchdowns, and two picks. Those both being within the first half, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, in terms of rushing, Leonard Fournette, 11 for 47. And absolutely no one else to talk about. In terms of receiving, Mike Evans, two receptions for 62 yards and a touchdown. And Cameron Bray, one six-yard touchdown. Uh, Chris Godwin also went seven for 57, but he didn't score. Not really mm. much to go off of. It was just a bad day for Tampa. Man, I think Tom Brady started the game off one for four in a pick, I think. It was bad. 
And then in terms of defense, yeah, Devin White, two sacks, three tackles for loss. Jordan Whitehead, a tackle for Dominic and Sue still on the books. Okay. Uh, yeah, he, for, he's been kind of a journeyman the last couple of years, finally finding his place with the Bucks. He really does. One second, a tackle for loss for him. Vita Vea, a tackle for loss. Anthony Nelson, a second. Pierre Paul, a tackle for loss. Uh, still Joe Tri- hmm. JPP, yeah. Dang. Joe Tryon, or Tryon, however you say it. One sack and a tackle for loss, and nothing else really worth mentioning. Five sacks and 11 tackles for loss. You'd love to see it. Wow. Yeah, man. The, the Bucks just looked really disoriented. Uh, they needed a stop at the end there. I believe we were on the uh, on uh, Discord at the time, and I said it was a f- like third and short, and the Bucks needed a stop to get the ball back. And I believe that same play, they ended up getting a touchdown. It was rough. Uh, Brady didn't look good. Um, but Heineke on the other side, 26 of 32. He missed six throws. Mm, That's crazy. 256 yards and a touchdown. He looked fantastic. You know, he heard all the Washington's going to be looking to draft a quarterback. He said, drafting a quarterback? No, you don't. You don't need to draft a quarterback. <laughs> Rushing Antonio Gibson, 24 carries for 64 yards and two touchdowns. No one else really worth mentioning. Receiving, scary Terry McLaurin, 6 for 59. DeAndre Carter, 3 for fifty-one, uh, three for 56 and 1 touchdown. J.D. McKissick, 4 for 35. Ricky Seals-Jones, 3 for 30. Uh, defense, William Jackson got a pick, former Cincinnati Bengal. Uh, just thought of that because of a Monday night game that happened a couple years ago where he shut down Antonio Brown. I forgot about that. Bobby McCain also had a pick. Uh, and and And... Washington just looked better. Like Washington looked like the team that just came off a bye. They looked rested, ready to go, and the Bucks just looked like they were being captained by an old man. <laughs> I mean, so there you go. He is. All right. Well, unless you got anything else to say, we have the next game. I really don't want to talk about, but we're gonna fucking talk about it. I'll talk about it for a second. I just want to say that every team in the South. Except for the loss this week, and I'm very happy about that. Oh, yes. All right. Now we have the Cleveland Browns and the Patriots. Oh, my goodness. This was horrible. I couldn't believe what I was watching, man. I'll take the Browns part, but, geez, dude, this was rough. I got, I, you know, I got a lot to talk about. You know, let's, let, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, All right, say less. Baker Mayfield. I'm a, I'm a, been a big Baker Mayfield fanboy. Like I got his jersey. He's, he's my guy. guy. That's my quarterback. You know, that's my quarterback. You know, that's my quarterback. And so, um, he looked horrible. Eleven for twenty-one, seventy-three yards, a touchdown, and a pick. The touchdown was a fifty-fifty ball that Austin Hooper went up and made. Who's been really disappointing this year? Austin Hooper. He's been looking really disappointing. I think it's about time we. Uh, this offseason, we cut ties with him, and we make Njoku our number one guy because he looks way better every week and is our leading mm-hmm. receiver. Uh, and that interception, dude, the one issue I'm having with Baker this year is that because he's hurt, he doesn't want to get hit. I can understand that. But the issue is is that he'll kind of decide where he wants to go with the ball before the snap. Like if he knows Njoku's running a little out route and that's where he wants to go, he already knows that at snap. So, you know, he hikes it. 
and that's where he's going. It doesn't matter. And we saw that last uh, uh, last week where um, – well, technically this week, but we saw it where Njoku was being tripled. He ran right into his own, dude on him, just uh, one dude trailing him, a dude on top of him, a dude to the side of him, like in between three people. And Baker didn't even go check for his other reads. He just went straight for Njoku, threw it into triple coverage, and you can guess what the outcome was. It was a pick. And so that's what threw us off early. And I was like, you know, it's a problem now because now Baker's injuries are, are really, you know, the torn labrum and the fractured humerus and his shoulder and all this stuff is becoming an issue because now it's severely affecting his play. I don't know about you, but this is not the quarterback that, uh, you know, who played for the Browns last year. You know, this is not, you know, the quarterback that went and got Cleveland their first uh, playoff win since 1994 and broke the longest playoff drought, and then this is not – I don't know about you, but whoever six was on the field, that wasn't Baker Mayfield. He looked miserable, and he didn't play good, and he's dealing with these injuries, and now at first you could, you know, from the Bengal game, you know, he played good. That's great, uh, but now, like especially this week, he got hit two or three times, and you could tell he was scared to get hit which I can understand you're hurt. You don't want to get hit, but here's the issue, man, you're going to get hit. And if you, if you're so scared of taking the hits to the point where you're throwing bad, really bad balls and making your reads, you know, really slow and only targeting in on one or two people, you know, that's what happens. That's how you score seven points. We were up seven, nothing. And they had, they went on a 45 to nothing run, dude. I'm not saying Baker's not the guy. I'm not saying we need a new quarterback. I'm not saying this and that. What I'm saying is that out there against the Patriots was not Baker Mayfield. And so uh, if, I think it's about time he needs to sit. And not he sit because of, A, poor play. But the reason for poor play is he's dealing with some really nasty injuries that he's trying to toughen out through. Well, guess what? A 100% Case Keenum can probably give us the same efficiency as a 60 or 70% Baker. So if we're going to win or lose the same amount of games, I think Baker needs to go and get surgery, get healthy, and get ready for next year. I still think the Browns should extend him. You know, I, would, I wouldn't give him any more than $32 million. You know, I'd like around a $30, $31 million a year contract because that puts him kind of in the middle. And now mm-hmm. Baker's locked down and, and all that. Um that's what I would do, but it's now becoming to the point where now the injuries are really happening him. They're really hurting him. They're really hurting his play, and so I, I think if they're not going to commit to sitting him the whole season, at least sit him for this week's game against the Lions because it's the Lions, and I think Case Keenum, if Case Keenum can come in and beat the Broncos, he can come in and beat the Lions. So if, they're, if they're, the Browns are like, nope, we want Baker in. We're going to try. Okay, do that then. But he needs to sit this week against the Lions. Um, but if it, was, if it was my choice, he would sit the rest of the season. Go get healthy. Go get your surgery. You know, surgeries, whatever you need done. Go get it done because now he has a knee injury where he got you know Roman Reigns speared by Judon. You know, he's dealing with a new injury now with his knee, and it, he's he's getting run down, and injury is severely affecting his play because Baker Mayfield last year was a top 10 quarterback debatable outside the top 10 um people say top 15 i say top 10 but he's like number 10 
he was excellent last year. 28 touchdowns, only eight interceptions, and, and he he was really good. He did what he needed to do, and that was a top 10 quarterback. This year, he is a bottom five quarterback because of his play, and it's the injuries that are really bugging him and causing him to be like this. This is not Baker Mayfield. This is not healthy Baker Mayfield. This is a hurt, beat-up Baker Mayfield trying to tough it out you know, for that contract. But what it's happening is now he's lowering his stock by his play. He tried to stay in and tough it out, get his contract. Well, you know, I don't know what he was expecting, but now all the poor play is definitely lowering his stock. You know, people that are saying get rid of Baker, I don't agree with that. I think he's still the man. But there's a time where the man needs to say, you know what, I'm hurting. And because I'm hurting – and it's a it's causing poor play, and I'm hurting the team. And I think Baker needs to take that take that realization that he's not 100. percent He's playing really poor, and it's really hurting the team now. So go get healthy, give him that 30 to 32 million dollar a year contract, and let's get ready for next year. They re-signed Wyatt Teller. Now Wyatt Teller is now the third the third highest paid lineman in the league. They re-signed uh, Joel Petonio. Um, and and it's all this and that and I I think I think Baker needs to sit because at the end of the day um, I think a 100% Case Keenum can give me the same efficiency as a 60 or 70% Baker Mayfield and that's what I got to say about that um, and 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 real quick once again I know I'm drawing this out a little bit but I I've, I've been waiting like a couple days to get on the podcast and talk about this. Um, but the upcoming quarterback draft is really bad. Like the quarterbacks in the draft are mid. Like Matt Corral's not bad, but like there's really not the Browns are not going to get it inside the top ten pick, and that's when any of the good quarterbacks are going to go. So mm. it's uh, you don't want to pay, you know, you don't want Baker Mayfield. Who are you going to get? You're not going to get Russell Wilson. You're not going to get Aaron Rodgers. You know those guys don't want to leave and come to Cleveland. That's just not going to happen. Um, you know, and if you want to go get another rookie quarterback, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. If I'm if I'm them, I'm looking at wide receiver or I'm because because Rashard Higgins, I'm can almost guarantee you Rashard Higgins is gone. I don't know what Jarvis Landry's doing, but he's playing half ass and really not playing with heart. You know, the only guy we have there going hundred percent, I feel like is Donovan's people's Jones. But we need a wide receiver, we need corner. We need linebackers really bad. Um, we need a new defensive coordinator, but quarterback is not the issue right now. Um, uh, and, and and so it, it's really pissing me off actually, because we're remember we're the Cleveland Browns guys. We are so fantastic at drafting quarterbacks, right? Do I have to get the list? Jay, don't make me get the list. You don't have to. Don't make don't make me get the list of all the first round pick bust quarterbacks ranging from Manziel to Brady Quinn, you know, Tim couch is technically a bust, but I wouldn't, he would be, had been a lot better with a little more protection and some weapons, but we'll get to that, you know, never. Um, Yeah, this is rough. And I'm going to get over here and get this done real quick. Cause I've blabbered on too long and we need to move it along now. I apologize, but that's just my, you know, you want, you know, what's a Cleveland Browns fan take on this. There it is. Baker Mayfield, 11 for 21, 73 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Case Keenum came in late, 8 for 12, 81 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Dearness Johnson, 19 carries for 99 yards, 
We just stopped giving him the ball midway through the game. We just ran away from the run game. Uh, Dearness Johnson was also the leading receiver, seven receptions for 58 yards. Jarvis Landry, four for 26. Austin Hooper, four for 25 and a touchdown. Peoples Jones had one for uh, 16. Um, defense, uh, no interceptions. I believe Miles Garrett got a sack. Um, Malik McDowell got a sack also. Miles Garrett as well. Miles Garrett still half a sack ahead in the uh, sack uh, leaders leaderboard. And uh, I'm Jay. I'm gonna let you talk about uh, the Patriots because I'm gonna keep it a buck. I watched that game. Literally everything went well. Brian Hoyer, former Cleveland Brown, probably the best quarterback we had for a while there. We had nothing, then we got Brian Hoyer and we won a couple games. So I like Brian Hoyer, but even he came in. He was three for three, 85 yards and a touchdown. Like, what wasn't working for the Patriots, man? All right, so now I can get out of the way. Um, Mac Jones went 19 for 23, and three touchdowns, no picks. Brian Hoyer also came into the game, three for three, 85 yards and a touchdown. Rushing Ramondre Stevenson, 20 rushes for 100. Two, sorry, two touchdowns. And no one else to really talk about in terms of receiving, aside from Kendrick Bourne with three receptions for 53. Almost cracked 50 there. Good job, buddy. Um, in terms of, oh no, that's three rushes for 40. In terms of receiving, Kendrick Bourne had four receptions for 98 and a touchdown. Jacoby Myers had his first career touchdown off of four receptions at 49 yards. And no one talk about in terms of defense uh, two touchdowns oh wow totally missed yeah. that my bad He's so excellent man hunter henry man if someone picked him up in fantasy any 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 later in the fifth or uh, fourth or fifth round what a w because he wasn't expected to do much he's had a touchdown in the last like six games he's been excellent for the patriots definitely so my bad for missing that he caught three <laughs> sorry four balls for 37 and two touchdowns now i can get to defense uh kyle van Noy forced a fumble dietrich wise dietrich wise my bad also forced a fumble so two forced fumbles uh kyle duggar got an interception and i believe that was the only one on yeah um defense Jawan bentley one tackle for loss kyle van Noy, a sack and a tackle for loss deontay hightower half a sack Dietrich Wise, one and a half sacks. Lawrence Guy, half a sack. Uh, Tayshawn Bauer, loss. Calvin Munt, attack for loss. Jordan, half a sack. And that's about it. So, yeah, Matthew everyone kind of. Best Goldberg impression. <laughs> Went stupid for the Patriots this week. It just didn't work out in Garrett's favor, but it's, it's all good. It's, it's next week. Yeah, we got the Lions. And like I said, healthy. He's not healthy, but no matter what they do with Baker Mayfield, whether it's it's sit him for the rest of the year or 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 they want him to keep playing, they need to sit him, especially with this new injury now. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you right now, um, sitting Baker this, this, this next game is – vital and now i'm seeing reports that baker wants to play uh no 
<laughs> I know Baker wants to play because Baker's that type of player that he's like, he's going to play if he can. But if I'm Stefanski, I'm like, oh, hold it off there. You know, old yeller, you know, you're going to get in next week. You're going to get this week of healing and, and the week of recovery. Because if Baker does what he did last week against the Lions, we are going to be the first team to lose to them. Hmm. Cool. Now we can get on to the next game. Right. We got Cowboys and Falcons. Uh, I'll do Falcons. This is going to be real quick and easy. Mm-hmm. Matt Ryan, 9 for 21, 117 yards, two interceptions. And then they even brought in Josh Rosen, who was 1 for 6 for 14 yards and an interception. God, my takes are horrible. I said they should focus on Rosen as a franchise quarterback, and they brought him in late just for him to throw a pick. Now oh. you see why they say he's a bust. Yeah, Wayne Gallman, 15 carries, 55 yards. No one else really worth mentioning, unless you want to say Cordell Patterson, 4 for 25, but he, he went out hurt. Kyle Pitts, 4 for 60. Olamide Zacchaeus, uh, two for 22. No one else really worth mentioning. This was a horrible game. Uh, defense, I'm going to keep it a buck. My bad. Uh, not a whole lot of defense. There's not a single sack, no interceptions. Not this a bad, bad game. I will say, uh, oh, I don't even want to say his name. 54 for the Falcons. I, I will butcher that so offensively. He had, he was really busy though. Seven tackles, seven assisted tackles. Uh, yikes. This was rough. This was bad. You know how many fantasy points Matt Ryan had? And I know I keep bringing up fantasy, but this one is a very seriously kind of funny. You know how many fantasy points Matt Ryan had um, like halfway throughout the game? Like he two. had, um, I believe he had like 0.26 or something. He didn't even have a full fantasy point. It was horrible. That's Matt, Matt, Ryan, Matt Ryan owners, man. Take this out. Mm. Everyone right. did get a pick this upcoming game, did he? Uh, I will tell you that in a second. Are you done with the Falcon stats? Yeah. Yep, yep, all good. Dak Prescott went 24-31. Of touchdowns because of how great the Cowboys were going in this game. I mean, a 43-3 to victory kind of tells you. Uh, they ended up putting Cooper Rush in the game. He threw three, 17 yards. They even had Zeke throw. And he also went one for one for four yards. So total eight of 35, 317, two touchdowns. Uh, in terms of rushing, Tony Pollard is the rushing guy today, I guess. 11 for 42. I guess not. Uh, Zeke went 14 for 41 yards and two touchdowns. And Dak also ran in the touchdown himself. CeeDee Lamb, six for 94 and two touchdowns. Tony Pollard, 6 for 56. Mari Cooper, 4 for 51. And no one else really worked. Uh, fumbles. Zeke did lose a fumble. And Mike Parsons forced one. In terms of defense, <laughs> Anthony Brown got an interception. Jordan Lewis got an interception. Higgs got his eighth on the year, I think. Yeah. Uh, good game for interception. In terms of the rest of the defense, Mike Parsons, one sack, one tackle for loss. And that force fumble that I mentioned, uh, t- tackle for loss. Dorrance Armstrong, one sack and a tackle for loss. And no one else worth mentioning. So, yeah. Uh, really good. They destroyed the Falcons, but we already this knew. rough. Yeah. Falcons... Near thirty to zero in the third, sorry, second quarter alone. What a game! Yeah, it's 
crazy. Uh, Falcons are getting. I, I, I Falcons are a problem. Hmm. They are a problem, as in the team is a problem. Not the fact they are a problem, as in they're like, oh, they're a problem for other teams. No, they're a problem for them damn selves. They're shooting themselves in the foot. They're gonna go last in the yeah. division this year. Okay. No Anyways, next right. game we've got the Carolina next Panthers, game. my Carolina Panthers, and the Arizona Cardinals. Now I yes. will say that I'll Kyler Murray got this game, as was DeAndre Hopkins, but it didn't matter. They're still an NFL team, and they right. should have won this game regardless. At, at, at least I got a uh, ahead of game. I didn't get the notice that Kyler was out till the game started. Otherwise, I would have switched my pick. I don't think either of us. Uh, I don't think either of us used our our game switch picks. Um, but at least I knew ahead of time DeAndre Hopkins wasn't playing, so I could switch him out in fantasy. But good lord, man, I'm they need to come out with these reports of who's playing and who's not playing earlier because man, that's like this game. You know, I I was gonna switch to the Chiefs for the next game and I didn't. Um, but this was one of those games where if I knew Kyler was out, I would have picked the Panthers. Also, Jay, he's back. He's back. He's back. Yeah, it's my turn. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Go so, for it. obviously, we had P.J. Walker start, but that's not the story of this week. The story of this week is that Carolina signed Cam Newton to a one-year deal. And P.J. Walker did not do bad for us, but again, it's about Cam. Uh, now I can get to the, <laughs> the stats. P.J. Of 29, 167, no touchdowns and a pick, but he all really well. So, um, and now two and zero in starts in the NFL, and of course Cameron Jarrell Newton, three for four, <clears throat> eight yards and a touchdown. He also ran a touchdown in. So let me get to that rushing. McCaffrey, 13 for 95, no touch touchdowns. Uh, he did have two wiped off of the board because he stepped out of bounds, but I, McCaffrey's back. Um, Shuba Hubbard, Chris, 9 for 27, yo, in a touchdown. Yo, um, yo, Christian fee. if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Uh, Eric here has a Twitch as well, and he played a Panthers yeah. franchise for me, getting yeah. my team to the Super Bowl, but they ended up we losing lost the Chiefs. Defense sucks. <laughs> but defense I say on the game Christian McCrackfee. Uh, that was our little nickname for him. Uh, but then I got I did get the new Madden, and so then the old franchise mode is gone. But I do have a Lions one now, a Lions one. So if y'all wanna, if y'all interested in that, go to twitch.com TV slash gmichler26. Name is gonna be changed soon, but uh, my bad, a little, a little my, my fault. <laughs> put that out there, man. Just put that out there. It's all good, good, man. Go ahead. Shameless plug. Uh, Shameless. Yeah, as I was saying. 27 on the touchdown, and Cam Newton rushed three times for 14 yards and a touchdown himself. Now I will say, two plays that Cam Newton had in his second stint as a Carolina Panther, one rushing, in which he screamed, I'm back, and ended up getting an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. I don't think it was for, I don't think it was for him screaming, I'm back. I think it's the fact he took his helmet off in the end zone. Pointless. It's a penalty. Pointless. That I don't I, think I, they I just call. It, but it's whatever. I mean, they called it on Stefan Diggs when he had that Minneapolis miracle. The game was already over, and it was like, oh, we're going to enforce 10 yards on kickoff, so it didn't matter. But, yeah, he took his helmet off, and they flagged him for that. You know, 
the no fun league, man, they they'll penalty they'll 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 penalty uh, penalty you know you for that shit. So and they'll penalize you for basically anything. Yeah. The passing touchdown to Robbie Anderson. Um. Anyway, Christian McCaffrey, ten receptions for sixty-six yards. Robbie Anderson for thirty-seven and a touchdown. And no one else to really talk about. This was not an offensive game, but that's just because uh, <clears throat> PJ Walker was being a game manager, obviously, and Cam Newton was just coming, so he doesn't really know the playbook. And I do believe he's going to be starting Washington next week. Tune in for my picks later. But um, yeah, not really much to talk about in terms of offense. This game was more about defense and special teams. And with that, I will get uh, Dante. One interception, returned for 29 yards. <clears throat> Shaq Thompson, one sack and a tackle for loss. Jeremy loss. Hassan Reddick, one and a half sacks. One of which was like, I think, one of, if not the very few first plays of the game for Arizona. Ended up being a strip sack and Carolina recovered. Uh, Jermaine Carter, a tackle for loss. Marquise Haynes, one sack and a tackle for loss. Morgan Fox, half a sack. And that's about it. And then I'm going to talk about kicking for this one just because Zane Gonzalez ended up getting his second time for this uh, season. Kicker, sorry, not kicker, special teams. Zane Gonzalez went four for four yards and, sorry, a long of 49. And he also had two extra points. So that is eight, three, six, nine, twelve. 14, sorry. 14 points for Zane Gonzalez. Out of only, reason we, only reason we bring up kicking for Zane Gonzalez is I think Jay knows how much I despise of him. Oh, no. I only brought it up because he was our special teams player of the week. Uh, well, I don't like him. He cost us so many games. Yeah, and he's doing <laughs> great for us. Anyways, that's it for the Panthers. All right. Uh, we can get on to Cardinal side. Cardinals. Colt McCoy uh, looked like a backup. 11 for 20, 107 yards and an interception. Chris Strievler, 6 for 9, 36 yards. Rushing James Conner, 10 for 36, the touchdown. No one else really worth mentioning. Uh, Christian Kirk, 7 for 58. Zach Ertz, uh, 4 for 46. No one else really worth mentioning. Uh, <clears throat> defense, Jalen Thompson had a pick. Any sacks or anything? Nope. No sacks. Seen it. Wow. It's like our third straight week with no sacks, and I'm very happy with my O-line. I will say that. If only, if only they could have done that in the franchise mode. <clears throat> but we'll move on. Yeah, no, this just, the Cardinals look lost without um, – the Cardinals look lost without Kyler Murray. And they were able to escape the Niners with a win, but um, I knew, it, you know, that Colt McCoy wasn't, wasn't going to, you know – keep, you know, playing really good. There's a reason why he's a career backup. So, yeah, this was an all-around great Panthers. Now that Cam's back, this actually vitalizes us to hopefully at least try to make a run in the playoffs. We're only the seventh seed if the season were to end today, and I'm very happy about that. I'm looking for the sixth seed, though. I don't want to have to play an Arizona or a Green Bay in the playoffs, especially if by then Kyler or whoever's in the two is back. Next we have the Vikings and the Chargers. Yeah, um 
You good there, man? Yeah, I'm good. Um, you cut out. Yeah, yeah, I know. I had to bring my dog into the room because she's being a problem. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so the Vikings-Chargers game is up next. Um, this was one of my right picks. Uh, these are one of those games where it was kind of Garrett was rolling the dice. These are one of the games where I rolled the dice and it landed on it landed on what I needed it to do. Vikings won 27 to 20, a big dub for the Vikings. Um, Cousins 25 37, 294 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. He played a little bit better than a game manager, so I'll give Kirk Cousins his uh, his credit. He played good this game. Dalvin Cook, 24 uh, rushes for 94 yards and a touchdown. Justin Jefferson had uh, nine catches for 143 yards. Started him in fantasy, too. Wait, did I? Yes, I did. Ha-ha. Um, Adam Thielen, 5 for 65. Dalvin Cook, 3 for 24. Defense, uh, Eric Kendricks had a sack and a t- uh, sack and an interception. Cameron Bynum had, a inter- had, a, had a sack. Almost an interception. Um, nothing else really going on there. A uh, good team win for the Vikings. They looked pretty good. Um, and I think the Chargers are kind of going through the issues that the Browns are, where everyone was like, oh, Chargers, they're going to be so great. Oh, Browns, you know, they just upgraded defense. They're going to be so much better. And now it's – they're sitting they're sitting at the – in the middle. They're sitting at the uh, – literally in, in, in the middle, where it's like they're not – they're disappointing because we expect them to be so much better. But, I mean, if this – but – at the end of the day, the Chargers are sitting a little bit above 500. The Browns are exactly at 500. Um, either way, they were supposed to be much better. Both both those teams supposed to be so much better, and they've been just average. But I guess it's worse than being, you know, horrendous. But still, very disappointing for the Chargers. So now, speaking of the Chargers, if you're done with the like yep. stats, I can get to the, their stats. Justin Herbert went 20 of 34, 195, a touchdown and a pick. In terms of rushing, Austin Eckler, sorry, 11 rushes for 44 yards. Justin Herbert, 2 for 22. No one else really worth mentioning. J.K. Larry Roundtree, uh, 5 rushes for 10 yards and a touchdown. Now I can get on to the receiving. Uh, Keenan Allen, 8 for 98, no touchdowns. Uh, No one else really worth mentioning aside from Austin Eckler, who... Caught three, sorry, caught fifteen and a touchdown. Just a bad offensive day for the Chargers, and I'm pretty sure I know why. Of defense, no picks. Uh, Kaiser White, one sack. Sorry, one tackle for loss. Joey Bosa, one sack. Kenneth Murray, one tackle for loss. Buchanan Nwosu, two tackles for loss. Amen. Ogbong Bamika, however you say his last name, sorry. One second and tackle for loss, and that's about it. So yeah, really bad game for the Chargers. I'm surprised that this game was as close as it was. Vikings kind of just dominated on all uh, cylinders, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's basically it. You know, I've always, I've been on the Kirk Cousins' is, you know... I, I'm not hypocritical when it comes to Kirk Cousins and Baker Mayfield because, um, I, I you know, I praise Baker, but he's in the same role that Cousins is in where he's kind of just a game manager. The issue with Kirk Cousins is the fact that he's getting paid a lot more than what he should be. 
Mm-hmm. He's, he's still getting paid. He's getting paid slightly above average, um, but he's playing average, like right in the middle. He's being paid. He's being overpaid, and um, you know that that's the difference right there. Is much just the money wise, really? But hey, like I said, Kirk Cousins played really good this game, and uh, led his team for the W. So, no Kirk Cousins slander at least for this week. <laughs> All right, next game. Unless you have anything else to add. Um, no, I'm good. Yeah, um, Seattle Seahawks versus the Green Bay Packers. Uh, first shutout for Seattle since before Russell Wilson. Yeah, uh, I believe week two of 2011. Yeah, man, uh, Seahawks looked bad. Um, they looked really bad. Russell Wilson looked like he, he – I, I think they brushed him back a little early. Uh, he looked really, really bad. Really mistimed some throws, overthrows. He was 20 for 40. 161 yards, two picks. Uh, he wasn't very good. Um, and the Packers just came in and, and took care of business. I will say Aaron Rodgers and them didn't look a whole lot better, but they did end up scoring. So that's what wins your ball games. Uh, rushing Alex Collins, 10 for 41. Wilson had five rushes for 32 as well. Receiving Gerald Everett, eight for 63. DK Metcalf, three for 26. He also got uh, kicked out of the game. Uh, he got tossed at the end because he got into a, he got into it with a bunch of Packers and was grabbing helmets and face masks and stuff. Um, Tyler Lockett, disappointing game, two for 23. Uh, defense, not a whole lot of it, but Jamal Adams, blitz boy, had himself an interception. R- Rasheem Green had a sack. That's about it. Um, that that's the, the Seahawks were just miserable, and and me and Jay both dodged a bullet because uh, right before the game started, I said, Jay, it's the last time to switch Seahawks Packers. If you're gonna switch, switch now. And we both were like, Nope, Packers. Uh, so you know, uh, uh, good predictions for us uh, for uh, staying with it. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Not kind of being like, you know what. All right, why not? No, we both were like Packers, and so we're going to walk out with a correct prediction on this one. So, cool. But, yeah, no, uh, Russell Wilson just looked bad. The offense looked bad. Um, it wasn't even that Russ looked bad. He just looked rusty. It, well, equals bad equals 20 for 40 and two picks. No tutties. <laughs> You're not wrong. So, <laughs> so, yeah, that's about it. That's all I got to say about the Seahawks, man. Disappointing. All right, so now I can get to the Packers. Aaron Rodgers coming off of the COVID list and a bunch of drama this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went 23 for 37, 292, no touchdowns and a pick. I believe that that was, yeah. Uh, he threw it to Jamal Adams, so Blitz Boy gets good old comeuppance. But you got to oh, remember right to even close. He just was like, you. Here, threw it right, hit him right in the plates, uh, hit him right in the the numbers, man. If he would have not picked that off, um, he would have been absolutely dogged. <laughs> he threw it right at him. Russell Wilson also threw an interception to Kevin King. Talk about that. Kevin yeah. King is so bad too, dude. I was playing, um, and I was off check. I apologize. I was playing the Lions franchise mode. And um, I had, uh, I believe it was Tyrell Williams just running a um, in route, and uh, he stopped running, and he had Kevin King right behind him, 
and he quit his route right when I threw it, and Kevin King picked me off, and I was so pissed. <laughs> I was like, Kevin King, really? <laughs> oh, man. That's that bad. But yeah, um, AJ Dillon, 21 rushes for 66 yards and two touchdowns. Aaron Jones, seven for 25, and no one else really worth mentioning. Uh, in terms of receiving, we're, sorry, Devontae Adams, seven receptions for 78 yards. AJ Dillon, and he must have had a really big one. Aaron Jones, four for 61. He must have also had a really big one. Marquez, Marquez Scantling, one reception for I love yards. Jesus Christ. What was that? I love uh, Valdez Scantling's name. Yeah, it's really interesting. It rolls off the tongue. It's nice. Yeah. The greatest Packers receiver of time, Randall Cobb, had three Randall Cobb! No! <laughs> uh, the Randall Cobb, dude. Why was he so mid, absolutely below average with when he went to the Texans? And then it was like, oh, Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb. And then it was, oh, Packers are trading a late pick for Randall Cobb. And, man, I knew Randall Cobb was about to be something bad. I was like, oh, man, we got the greatest Packers wide receiver of all time. Get out of the way, Jordy Nelson. Get out of the way, Donald Driver. We got Randall Cobb. <laughs> yeah. Cobb is something else. But he only recorded 21 yards today, so not a good day for him. Oh. And that's all I'm going to mention in terms of receiving. In terms of defense, Adrian Amos got a pick. Kevin King, as we already talked about, got a pick. Former Bear, right? Adrian Amos? I believe so, yeah. Dude, what's and... up with all the um all the players like they'll switch teams, but then they'll go to like a division rival. I don't even think it's like a division rival is like, oh, I want to go to the Bears so I can damn the Packers or vice versa, whatever. I think it's just because they live in those general areas and they're like, you know what, fuck it. I live in I live in Wisconsin now because I was with the Packers. I can just drive an hour and a half down for the Bears, you know. Um, and I think it, I think it's like just home situation. It's like why would they want to pack up and go all, all the way to New York or you know L.A. or something or Texas or whatever when they can just be like, you know what? I'll just drive an hour and a half down and we'll just go to the and just be a Bear because then they don't have to move and all that. Because think about it, there's a lot of like Tim Boyle, backup for the Packers. He's now um, one of the Lions' backups. Adrian Amos, like I said, um, uh, Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Before he went to a new team again, he was with, I believe, the either the Bears and went to the Packers, or Packers went to the Bears. Like it happens a lot more than people realize. Hmm. So you just answered your own question there. How do you feel? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess I did. Anyways, um, Devontae Campbell. Sorry. Campbell, one tackle for loss. Russell Douglas, a tackle for loss. He was the game savior in week eight, I believe. But we're not yeah. going to talk about that. AJ Green didn't even try. Russellis, a sack and a tackle for loss. Rashawn Gary, a sack and a tackle for loss. Uh, Preston Smith, one sack and a tackle for loss. It's really worth mentioning. So, yeah, there's the rest of the stats. Yeah, man, this was... Uh, a bad game. It was a bad uh, game I mean, until I, the fourth quarter I, where uh, Dylan had those two touchdowns. He did, yeah. You know, and it. I think the Seahawks are going to bounce back. I'm not too worried about them. But I will say they might need to sit rust for another week. Or maybe this was just – maybe it was just a rust game. 
Um, I, I'm not quite sure what the issue was, but it was a bad game for them. So uh, they need to get it straightened up because they have they're three and five. I just realized that they're the six. Seattle Seahawks are three and six. Oh goodness, that's even worse. Mm-hmm. The Seattle Seahawks are three and six. If you would tell anyone, hey, mind it, Russ has been out, but tell any Seahawks fan at the beginning of the season and said, hey, about halfway through they're going to be three and six, and be like, bullshit. Mm. Yeah, it's just been a bad right. season for the Seahawks. I personally don't think that they're going to make the playoffs this year, and if they do somehow, good for them. But I think Is it that... Russ's last year in Seattle? No, I don't. But I do don't think that they're allowed to suffer their first losing with Russ as the quarterback. Oh, yeah. I forget they never had a losing season with Russ. Anyways, moving huh. on. Anything else to talk about? Uh, Nah, just Randall Cobb is the GOAT. Better than Jerry Rice. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right. Um, next game. Yeah, Eagles and Broncos. Eagles Broncos. This was another one of my I'm switching my picks just for the fact uh, I don't want me and Jay to have the exact same picks. Um, so I, I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a couple games. I'm going to switch them. The Vikings one was one I switched. And another one that I switched was I had the Broncos. And then I was like, you know what? This is one of the games where I can switch and be confident about it. Just literally just done, so me and Jay didn't have the exact same picks, and uh, I'm two and oh, I think, uh, this week off of late game switch, late switches. Um, and I literally just did them not because I thought the Eagles were gonna do better or nothing, it was literally just so me and Jay didn't have the exact same picks, and I just got lucky. Uh, Eagles beat the Broncos pretty good. Um, Jalen Hurts, 16 for 23, 178 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Rushing, Jordan Howard, I forgot he existed. 12 for uh, 83, Boston Scott, 11 for 81. They could run the ball really good. Jalen Hurts also had 14 for 53. Receiving, Devontae Smith had four for 66 and two touchdowns. Quez Watkins, four for 33. No one else really worth mentioning. Uh, Defense, Derek Barnett had a sack, and that's about it. Um... The Broncos just couldn't stop a nosebleed, man. The Eagles just literally did whatever they wanted to them, and they're going to walk out with the W. So it is what it is. Good for them. So I'll get on to the Broncos now. Former Panther Teddy Bridgewater had a rough day. Mm. 22 for 36, like 226. This year. 2 for 36, 226 touchdowns or interceptions. I believe he did fumble the ball, and when he fumbled it, he did not. He didn't even try to go for it. He didn't even try. He just stared at it. He did the Cam Newton thing, bro. It must be a Panther thing. He just looked at the the ball on the ground and was like, damn. Someone should get that. (laughs) It's a damn shame. Anyways. (laughs) Damn uh, damn shame. Javante Williams, 8 for 48 in terms of rushing. 9 for 45 and a touchdown. Anyone else worth mentioning? In terms of receiving... Albert, not going to try that last name. Three, seven yards. Noah Fant, five for 15. Jerry Judy, six for 48. And no one else worth mentioning. In terms of in terms of defense, Justin Simmons had an interception. Um, Malik Reed, one sack and a tackle for loss. Jonathan Cooper, yeah, Jonathan Cooper, one tackle for loss. Kyle Fugler, one. Draymond Jones. One sack and a tackle for loss. Patrick Sertan, a tackle for loss. And that's about it. This game was just very one-sided. 
Um, Broncos stirred up some offense, but at the end of the day, the, the Eagles just ran away with it. They ran the ball down their throats, um, and then that made one it thing, so much easier for um, Jalen Hurts. So good win. One for thing the that I Eagles. will say that you forgot to mention: uh, oh. your it was a former Lion, Darius Slay. He ended up returning that. Oh, for he did. Yards. He did get a fumble return touchdown. Man, that, that boy Bridgewater really said, "Damn." Someone should get that. <laughs> Wasn't his teammate. We'd love to see it. Oh, boy. Crazy. All right, next game. we got two games left. We're going to try to speed through these because we still have to update the tier list and get our uh, our uh, game picks in. We're already a little bit over an hour in, so we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna turn up the tempo a little bit. Cool. All right, we got Patrick Mahomes, 41-14. Uh, to 14. Uh, I was going to switch the Chiefs late. I swear I was going to switch to them. Then I was like, you know what? Nope, I'm not going to. And that's one of my L's. Uh, 35 for 50, 406 yards, five touchdowns. I'm not saying the Raider, the, the Chiefs are back. I think they just beat a very dysfunctional team, but I will say this is a good step in the right direction. Darrell Williams, 11 carries, 43 yards. He did have a receiving touchdown. Jarek McKinnon, three for 26. Uh, receiving Kelsey eight for 119. Jeez. Darrell Williams nine for 101 in a touchdown. Tyree Kill seven for 83 in the two touchdowns. Byron Pringle, you know, open yourself up a can of Pringles. Um, four for 46 in a touchdown. And then Noah Gray, one, he had a touchdown. I don't know who that is, but he got one. So good for you, bud. Uh, defense, uh, Derek Nanati with a sack. Jerron Reed with a sack. Uh, Dirty Dan Sorensen with an interception. Uh, yeah, the, the the Raiders just didn't look very good. Um, the 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 Chiefs just poured it on. That defense couldn't stop anything. They just poured it on, poured it on, poured it on. Mahomes looked like MVP. Mahomes. I'm not jumping on the you know Chiefs are back or anything like a lot of people are. I think they just beat a really dysfunctional team. Uh, but I am saying this is a really good step in the right direction if the Chiefs are going to want to, you know, stop being mediocre and come back into being a good team. This is a good step. Mm, definitely. Raiders, uh, Derek Carr went 25 of 35, 261 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Already spoken on was Darren Sorensen. Sorry, Daniel Sorensen. Yeah, in terms of rushing. <laughs> In terms of rushing, there absolutely was none. I'm not even going to talk about it. No one even cracked it. Uh, no touchdowns. <clears throat> There's a receiving. Bryant's three receptions for 88 yards and a touchdown. Hunter Renfro, uh, seven receptions for 46 yards and a touchdown. And that's about it. In terms of defense, there really was none. I would like to mention uh, Deshaun Jackson, who just signed from the Rams, had a big catch. And it was going to go for probably a touchdown if he just it, you know, didn't decide that he was going to try and juke. But then he tried to juke someone, ended up fumbling the ball, and oh no, he's the possession. Why? Why yeah. did he go to the Raiders? Like, good get, question. Another weapon, or there's a couple teams I could think of that could use a, a contending teams that could use a Deshaun Jackson. Um, mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Yeah, definitely. Um, in terms of defense. I mean, if you're going to put 41 points on someone, there really isn't defense to talk about, but hey, 
Corey Littleton, one tackle for loss. Ja Hankins, one tackle for loss. Oh, shit, that's it. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Mm. Um, All right, next game. Rams at Niners. What a uh, game this was. Wham. I'll do Rams. Matt Stafford. 26-31. Two pick sixes. 243 yards. One touchdown. Um, Yeah, is it? The Rams aren't. The Rams are just being disappointing recently. Um, And them adding a certain wide receiver whose name I shall not say. uh, uh, You can. You know who I'm talking about. Um, Wow. Uh, He is disappointing in every single way. Uh, Man, that first it was one of the opening drives. Uh, He had it. He went down and he would have just continued his route. He would have been wide open. And he just stopped running, turned around. He was like, what's happening? And made Matt Stafford essentially just throw it right to the defense. I saw a comment um, on a video, and someone said, how nice of OBJ to touch down Matt Stafford's arm punt. <laughs> and that's exactly what it was. Um, the, 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 the Browns' problems are now the Rams' problems. I think they're, they're, they're starting to see OBJ is inefficient. He's not who he used to be, and he's one of those guys that he's just – he's not giving effort. You know, everyone's like, oh, you know, Baker's just bad. Well, no. Uh, yes, right now because he's hurt. But no, uh, now Matt Stafford, who everyone was calling an MVP front runner just a couple weeks ago, he's looking miserable. And 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 I'm not saying all of it's OBJ, but uh, it's def- he's definitely in- included in it. Matt Stafford – 26 of 41, 243 yards, one touchdown, two picks. Like I said, both two pick sixes. Johnny Hecker got a pass in. Um, it wasn't two pick sixes. It was just the one. No? Just the one? Yeah. Gotcha. Well, two uh, picks. Not rushing, good yeah. Yikes. Um, rushing, Daryl Henderson, five for 31. Sony Michelle, four for 20. Nothing else, really. Cooper Cup is going to do best red receiver in the league things. 11 receptions for 122 yards. Van Jefferson, 3 for 54. Tyler Higby, 3 for 20 and a touchdown. Um, OBJ, uh, 2 for 18. Defense, Taylor Rapp with a sack. That rhymed almost. Uh, Nowhere else, really. Um, The Rams looked really flat. Matt Stafford uh, made some plays, but he really – relied on his receivers to go and do something. And the only receiver he could rely on all night was Cooper cup because everyone else, Tyler Higby quit, a, uh, quit a route uh, during a play. That was another one of the picks. Like I said, um, Odell Beckham, uh, he quit a route through a pick. Like these Rams players are not the, the receivers besides cup are, are really, they don't feel like they're playing f- for Matt Stafford. They kind of feel like they're just out there running routes and even then, they're not even doing that. Like, someone get Matt Stafford some help. <laughs> You're gonna talk about the defense or no? Oh wait, there was. I one. just did already. Already <laughs> did. Yeah, the only thing there was was some dude whose last name was Rap had a sack, and that's about it. Taylor Rap. <clears throat> okay. Um, I can talk about the 49ers now, and I will say my dad had a field day, and I haven't talked to him. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, 15 for 19. Great day for Garoppolo. 182, two touchdowns, no picks. 
Uh, in terms of rushing, Elijah Mitchell, 27 rushes for 91 yards, and no one else really worth mentioning. Oh, wait, Debo Samuel, five rushes for 36 and a touchdown. Uh, in terms of receiving, Debo Samuel, five for 97 and a touchdown. George Kittle, five for 50 and a touchdown. No one else really worth mentioning. Uh, in terms of defense, Jimmy Ward had two picks. Yeah, he had both of them. One of them was a pick six. And let's see. Aziz al Shair, two tackles for loss. Arden Key, one sack and a tackle for loss. Nick Bosa, a sack and a tackle for loss. And nothing else really worth mentioning. But yeah, this was just a really good offensive, defensive, special teams. Everyone knew for the 49ers, and it resulted in a 31-10. Now, I will not say that the Niners are back considering they're only four and five, but this was a good win for them. This is one of those chief situations where it's like, am I totally sold on them being back and doing something? No, but if they are going to do that, this is a great step for them to take. Definitely. All right. So that was the recap. And now we have the da-na-na-na. We have the we have to update the tier list. Jay, let me know where you have issues with uh, F tier. This is our bottom. This is our garbage teams: Texans, Lions, Jags, Dolphins, Panthers, not Redskins and Jets. I already know a couple things. I'm moving. I'm moving Carolina up to D tier. I'm not uh, D tier. Uh, D tier is once again it's below average, but it's they looked good but mm-hmm. I need more than one good game to bump you up more significantly. So Panthers are going in D tier, but okay. they are moving up. Uh, Dolphins. Do I move them? Their defense mm-hmm. came together, but their offense is still very poor. I think it's the same situation. It was a good win, mm-hmm. but in order yeah. for us to you up a tier or two, you need mm-hmm. more than just win one well, game against a good team. So I am going to keep the Dolphins down there then. Uh, Lions, they're staying. Texans, I think they had a bye week, but they probably still lost. Uh, Jags, staying here. Washington, same deal. Looked good, but I need to see more than one game, so they're staying. Jets, I wish I could go lower. Damn you. Damn you all to hell. Um, (laughs) All right, sitting in D tier, we have the Vikings, the Niners, the Falcons, the uh, Bears, Broncos, Chiefs, Saints, Giants, Raiders, Seahawks, Eagles, Panthers. Panthers, we just moved here. They're staying here. Um, Eagles, they're staying. Uh, uh, it's you know they beat a bad team, but they look decent. Seahawks, I'm really debating putting the Seahawks in D and F tier, dude. They looked horrible, not... horrible. They I'm gonna give them one more, week. one more. Week. I'm gonna keep them in D tier. I'm giving them one more week. But if they don't do something this upcoming week, I'm moving them to F tier. Hmm. Raiders, they're just below average, but they're not miserably horrible. Giants, same. Saints, same. Chiefs. I do feel comfortable moving the Chiefs up to C tier because that's average. That's in the middle. I, I am safe putting them there. Broncos staying. Bears staying. Falcons staying. Niners. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. Are you sure you want to keep the Falcons in D tier? Oh, no. Good point. I was thinking about upgrades. I forgot that the Falcons are going to F tier. They're trash. Yeah. 
thanks for calling me out on that one. I completely was just thinking about who's going up. I completely didn't think of moving someone down. Mm. Um, because we just got done with F tier and you can't move anyone lower down the F tier. Uh, Niners, Niners are staying. Um, good win, but did they? Did the Niners win last week? I don't think they did. Can you look that up for me real quick? Because if the Niners won last week, I'll move them up to C tier. If they didn't, they're staying. Um, no, they played the they played the Cardinals last week and took oh that up. oh yeah okay yeah so they're staying in D tier. I need to see more. Uh, Vikings. What? How did the Vikings do last week? Last week, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they took an L or they were on a bye week. I can't remember. I don't think mm-hmm. that the Vikings need to go up from D. I think I, I think I think they're. I think we're fine here. Yeah. All right, C tier: Titans, Browns, Bengals, Colts, Chargers, Steelers, Chiefs, uh, Patriots. I do know what I'm doing here. Titans. Mm-hmm. They're moving up to B tier. Okay. Cleveland Browns. The uh, uh, Browns, Bengals, Colts, Chargers, Steelers, Chiefs, Patriots. Uh, I um, am, I, I, I'm, I can't resist. I'm doing it. I'm moving the Browns to D tier. They're bad. They were really bad this week. Disappointingly bad. I know C is our average, but the Browns played so god awful. If they play good, if they beat the Lions, I might move them back up, even though it's the Lions. But after what I saw last week, they're going down to D tier. I'm sorry, but there's nothing there yesterday, uh, this week. So I think the moving the Browns down to D tier is pretty safe. What do you think? I think that they're still C tier. They did play terribly, so? but I mean, mm. it's against the Patriots, who I believe should be moved up to B tier. So I, it's safe to keep Cleveland at C and move New England All up right. to B. I am doing that. You know, I am moving New England to B, and I guess you talked me into it. I'll keep the Browns in C tier, but it's bottom C. They need a win to just yeah. stay C. Um, if they look even, if they win but lose, but look bad, I'm moving them down. Um, Chiefs, we just moved them up uh, from D. Steelers, yikes. Bad loss, but they're still a C tier team. Loss. I still think they are a C tier team. Uh, Chargers lost bad tie. My bad. <laughs> Uh, uh, Chargers, what do you think? They've been uh, really weeks, uh, but I'm not really committed to moving them down to D tier. But they yeah. have looked pretty bad. I'm gonna say keep them C tier, but For same now. with the Browns, they're borderline, borderline C, and so they, they need they need to they need to do something to stay because I will move them if they don't improve. Colts. Colts are fine. They can stay, I guess. Bengals didn't play, but they're still a decent team. They're they're a pretty good team. Up here, we have in B tier, which is the second best tier, we have the Bucks, Ravens, Cowboys, Rams, Titans, Bills, Patriots. Um, I'm doing it. Pretty solid list. I'm doing it. I don't. I I, I'm moving the Rams to C tier. That is a big move. I don't know if you should do that, dude. But they've had some gross losses in the last couple. They lost to the Titans. It was bad. They lost to uh, the Niners, and it was really bad. Um, and so this is not off of a one-game recency bias. I know they're like 7-3 and three or whatever, but they've been playing like a mid-team the last three weeks. So I think moving them down to C tier, uh, borderline B, but I, I do think a move down is appropriate. 
fair is fair. I still think that they're B, like very low B. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to put the here, they're very high C tier. They, they are high C tier. Um, but just the last two weeks have been some really ugly L's that are just bad. Mm -hmm. um, but next, and so then we have the Bucks still. The I think the Bucks are fine. I think they had a bad game, but I think they're fine, actually. Um, Ravens, fluke, I think. Okay, maybe not fluke, but bad game, but I think they're still a good team. <sighs> hmm. Bills are staying. Patriots already got moved up. Titans got moved up. And I think I'm. I think we should move the Cowboys to S slash A tier. They looked really. Like, they looked Dak good is, last week. But... Dak is Dak is yeah. unrusted from or whatever. He looked really excellent, and they've looked excellent all year except for that gross L to the Broncos. They've looked really really good all year. Yeah, that's safe. So I think Cowboys up to S slash A tier, uh, and then up here we have Packers, Cardinals. Cowboys. Uh Packers are fine. Uh I wouldn't move them down. I think they're just fine. Uh to show me something um next week or this it's always leaves any team. Every team needs to show something every week to either get moved up or moved down. Um Cardinals, they just didn't have Kyler or D Hop, so I think they're fine. Um and Cowboys we moved up. So as a quick recap, F tier. Texans, Lions, Jags, Washington, uh, Jets, Dolphins, Falcons, D-Tier, Vikings, Niners, Bears, Broncos, Saints, Giants, Raiders, Seahawks, Eagles, Panthers, C-Tier, Bengals, Browns, Colts, Chargers, Steelers, Chiefs, Rams, B-Tier, Buccaneers, uh, Ravens, Titans, Bills, Patriots, S-A-Tier, Packers, uh, Cardinals, Cowboys. That's the updated tier list for this week. Quickly, quickly, we did our tier list this time. It was not well because we didn't have to put all the pieces where we needed. We didn't have to. I didn't have to grab them and put them. I just had to move a couple things. It was nice. Saved a little bit of time. It's all here. Mm -hmm. We just got to move them when we need to. So, excellent. Definitely. All right. Now here's the my, my favorite part is the game picks uh, for this week. We're gonna rattle these off. All right, Patriots, Falcons. I have Patriots. I'm pretty sure I also have the Patriots. Not pretty sure. 100% certain. There's no... Yeah, Patriots looked really good in the win last week against my Browns. Um, Falcons looked bad. All right. Ravens-Bears. I am going to get back to this one because I'm con really considering... You know, I'm not going to get back to it, but Ravens-Bears, I might take the Bears, dude. I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm thinking about it. They haven't looked... You're right, but I mean, it is still the Bears. I know, but Justin Fields is starting to look a little bit better. I think that he's almost ready to be one. Not quite, though. Uh, you know what? Let's roll the dice. I'm, I'm going to say Chicago. Packers, Vikings, okay. I have Packers. Packers? Yep, I have Packers. Packers. All right, you have Packers really saying Packers are S-tier team and Vikings are sitting in D-tier. Yikes. Colts, Bills. I'm taking the Bills here. Carson Wentz. If you don't take the Bills, week. you're kind of slow. I'm, I'm taking taking the Bills. You taking the Bills mm -hmm. as well? I'm yeah, taking the Bills. So. All right, Lions, Browns. 
I'm taking the Browns. I think it's a scary with, one. But yeah, Baker or um, or Keenum. I think the Browns can win. We just got to establish the run game. We need Nick Chubb back. So I am taking the Browns. Washington versus Carolina. Both teams looked really good last week. I've got Carolina. Remember, Chase Young did just tear his ACL. He did. Oh, and the Panthers are about to start Cam Newton. I'm taking the Panthers. Yeah. Uh, Texans, Titans, Titans. And I'm not even going to sit and talk about it. Titans. Uh, (laughs) Niners, Jaguars. I'll take the Niners. I like the Niners in this situation. All right, next game, Dolphins, Jets. Um, I'm off the Jets hype train, but I do think the Jets can win, and I think they are going to. So I'm going to pick the Jets. Not as a meme, not as the ha-ha, he's Garrett picks the Jets every week. This is a for real, actual, like, I just think the Jets are going to win. I've got Miami in this one. I don't think Maybe not. Uh, next, we have Sam. I'm going to take Eagles. Until the season without a quarterback, I'm picking against them every time. Unless it's just big one tier. Bengals, Raiders. I'm taking the Bengals. This is a good Bengals team, and they just got a week of rest, and I'm taking the Bengals. Next game, we got. Oh, you know, we're going to have this one for last because it's the best game of the week. Um, next, we have Cardinals-Seahawks. It, it, it will be. Cardinals-Seahawks, I'm taking the Cardinals. Honestly, with or without, I think the Cardinals are better. They look bad. Um, you know, I, I lied. Without Kyler, I might switch to the Seahawks. I might have to use my game time game switch. But for right now, it looks like Kyler will be playing. It looks like. So I am picking the Cardinals. Yeah, he was questionable last week and then didn't show up, which ended up making me lose in my predictions. But, I mean, hey, my Panthers yeah. got the dub anyway, so I'm not even tripping. Um, oh, yeah. I'm still taking Arizona either way. I don't Big really fair. trust Seattle right now. And it's weird gotcha. for me to say that. Oh, yeah. Um, Next, we have Steelers-Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers just because is that going to be back yet. And with or without Big Ben, I still think that offense is really trash besides Najee Harris. Um, so I think I am going to pick the Chargers. Yeah, I've got the Chargers here too. I don't really think that uh, the Steelers are going to be doing much. They have a debilitating tie to the Lions. Mm. But Chargers are probably going to look to bounce back this week, so I think that that's going to... Oh, yeah. And then Giants-Buccaneers... To take New York or to not take New York? Um, you know what? I'm gonna roll the dice here, um, as well, and I'm gonna take the Giants. I mean, hey, if the Giants end up winning, I will be very happy about that. But um, yeah, I'm gonna take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers here. That's I don't fair. really. That's... Hmm. It's just. Last week was bad, and the Giants are fresh off a bye. Definitely. Like the All right, the game that I put off, because it's right in the middle for some reason, but this should be a primetime game. I don't know why Bucks and Giants are a primetime game, 
Um, but Cowboys and Chiefs aren't. Yeah, that's weird. Cowboys and Chiefs, this is going to be a banger. Um, ooh, Jay, who are you taking? Cowboys or Chiefs? I got Dallas. Mm-hmm. I don't trust that Chiefs defense. I'm going to take the Cowboys as well. Smart move. Uh, so yeah, we got all of our picks in. Um, we did the uh, the tier list. We updated the tier list, and we got through the recap. And I believe that's all we have. Yeah. Uh, good week for football. Not exactly a good week for my Cleveland Browns, but it is what it is. Uh, interesting season. Uh, tier list looks good. And we have our predictions up and ready. I'm going to have to go through and keep track of mine because I always ask Jay to, you know, what's what am I this week? What am I this week? I've got to stop paying attention and start getting them all set up by myself here. So I'll do that here in a minute. But, uh, yeah, this has been the Clutch Ball Podcast. Um, thank you for listening, If whether you're listening on Anchor or if you're listening on Spotify because we are on Spotify as well. Um once again, thank you for making us a big part of your Wednesday afternoon. But by the time you re- uh, hear this, it'll probably be night. So just thank you for letting us be a part of your Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, so, definitely. yeah. So, all right. This is the Clutchball crew and signing off. See you next Wednesday for the recap, the update, the tier list, and our picks, just like we do every week. Bye-bye. Adios.